Hi, this is Angie Meadows. And this is Josh Vaughn. Today we're going to work through some Bible studies called The Invisible War. I just printed, uh, just published this new book, Josh, on mm. called The Invisible War. And what each one of us needs to understand is that there's a war inside of us. Yes. Our spirit and our soul are in conflict. Um, and so what happens is when I'm thinking out of my heart, I'm in oneness with the Holy Spirit, I'm in unity with Him, I'm operating out of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and faithfulness and goodness and gentleness and self-control, and that's that's who I am. That's where I'm the happiest. Uh, I'm kind, I'm pleasant, I'm working on my character, I'm re- trusting God, I don't, I don't work out of fear. But when fear takes over, when trauma hits, then uh, it's almost like I get hijacked. And now I'm working out of the flesh. I'm bitter, I'm angry, I'm unforgiven. <laughs> I'm lustful, I'm greedy, I'm hateful, I'm, I'm grumpy. And, and I'm agreeing with that garbage. Like Paul said, we're, everything we, we're doing everything we don't want to do. That's I mean? right. So we're being everything we don't want to be. That's right. And I've just disconnected from my true self. Mm-hmm. So in this book, I have eight lessons, and we've already recorded four of them. We recorded The Secret Work of the Flesh, The Healthy Faith versus Feeble Faith, and then identifying your excuses to why you don't walk in a healthy faith so that you can realize what your work is here. Because when we're justified in Christ, we're justified. But there's a regeneration process where I have to cooperate. Mm -hmm. And then the next lesson is so powerful. It's called the law of the spirit of life versus the law of sin and death. And it talks about how not to quench the Holy Spirit and the things that I do that does quench Him, that keeps me stuck and confused and helps me to identify when I'm walking in that spirit of life. The next one is how to conquer my sin nature, how to identify my strongholds, the war against my soul. And the next one that we did was the assurance of salvation so that that stuff's not robbed from me. Just Mm -hmm. because I'm stumbling and I'm staggering and I'm weak today does not mean the enemy gets my salvation. Thank God. Yeah. Worry about that. Yeah. The the blood of Christ is (laughs) strong enough. To overcome my silliness and my foolishness and to lead me along the way. And the really cool thing is that he meets me where I'm at and he brings me along. So kind of bless them here. I impart to you an indomitable indomitable (laughs) spirit. Mm -hmm. Let there be a force that propels your faith to study and grow. May you be strengthened and shielded during the times of trouble. I call the fire of the Holy Spirit to burn within your heart until you are set free by His mighty presence. Wow, the fire of the Holy Spirit to burn in your heart. And you know, there is a a laying upon your bed at night. It says, uh, lay upon your bed and commune with the Lord. And then it says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So I want to lay upon my bed at night, and I want to still my voice in my head. I want to get my mind to stop racing, and I want to commune with the Holy Spirit in my heart until my heart burns. And now I'm, I'm one with his presence, and I go to bed with peace. And when I go to bed that way, I don't wake up with anxiety. No. I wake up abiding in the Lord. So restore unto me, Lord, the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with your free spirit in Psalms fifty-one, twelve. So when the Lord upholds me with his free spirit, 
now I am able to praise him and able to pray. And I'm, my tongue's not bound, mm-hmm. so I know when I'm bound, Josh, because mm-hmm. I, I can't I, I can't get a word, I can't get a prayer out. I can't buy a prayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that one. That's real. <laughs> so. Uh, understanding immortality your ever eternal life so what's the principle i'm going to work through here flesh can't redeem flesh yeah i'll do oh wait which one are you talking about keep going okay the mortal flesh must be surrendered to god this is what i call the grave of me myself and i (laughs) i am to have a sanctified body self that cares for me with strength courage and strong personal boundaries so i need a holy sanctified self my selfish self must die to the everything she ever <laughs> or he ever thought she wanted. As I yielded and surrender myself to God, he moves the desires of my heart to match the destiny he has planned for me. This lesson shows us the path to redeem immortality and our divine destiny. Amen. And now we're going to walk in freedom. So we're going to go through First uh, Corinthians 15, uh, 35 through 37 how are the dead raised so in this book there's a lot of space for writing and then the answers are at the end of the chapters so don't be cheating, <laughs> don't be cheating. <laughs> we're going to go right down through here so let's look at verse 35 1 corinthians 15 verse 35 but some man will say how are the dead raised up and with that with what body do they come? Okay, so we're talking about immortality. So are we going to be raised up? Um, so the flesh can't be raised up unless it dies. Mm-hmm. But the spirit can be raised. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now how are we going to identify that? It says, Thou fool, that which thou sowest is not quick quickened except it dies. So that's verse 36. Let's, let's look at verse 37. And that which thou sowest, that's thou soweth not that body that shall be but bare grain it may chance of wheat or of some other grain okay so if i put a seed in the ground that that seed has to die it has to have its outer shell shell Mm. sloughed off and then life comes out of the inside of it so as my flesh falls off of me the spiritual life is going to come alive. Just so, like the caterpillar. Yeah. So the I, ugly caterpillar <laughs> dies and the beautiful butterfly. There you go. So that grain, that fleshly part must die. I must bury that uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now let's look at verse 38. But God giveth it a body, and it hath pleased him, and to every seed his own body. Okay, so every seed has a body. Every kind of seed has its own body. Now let's look at 39. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beasts, another of fishes, and another of birds. Okay, so there's different flesh. The man, the beast, the fish, the birds. So that is fleshly. That's not spiritual. So let's look at this. We're going to contrast number 40. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. Mm-hmm. Terrestrial. But, but the glory of the celestial is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another so earthly bodies people and birds and fish have one type of body and one type of glory but then there's a celestial heavenly bodies that have a different type of glory verse 41 there is one glory of the sun 
and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differeth from another star in glory. Hmm. So look at that. So there's a glory of the sun, the moon, and the stars. They are all different. So now we've contrasted some different types of bodies, Some what has to happen. The flesh has to go into the ground and die so that it can be resurrected. So now let's look at the resurrection of the dead in verse 42 through 44. So also it is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. Look at that. So my flesh is corrupt. Yes. And once I die to my flesh, I'm going to be raised in, by the power of God. Incorrupt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. Keep going. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body, and there is a spiritual body. Well, look at that. So uh, when I'm looking at the fleshly side of these verses, I'm looking at the sown, corruptible, perishable, sown in dishonor, so sown in weakness, a natural body. But when I'm looking at the spirit, I'm raised in incorruption. I'm, it's non-perishable. It's not ever going to uh, fade away. I'm raised in glory. Mm-hmm. I'm raised in power. I've got a spiritual body. And you know, we've been studying the the Lord's Prayer with uh, the children in Awanas. Mm-hmm. And that Lord's Prayer says, and, and in the glory and the power <laughs> of God. You know, at, yeah. at, right there at the end of that um, Matthew 6 uh, he- heavenly prayer, there's glory and there's power that God is going to give us as we walk yes. in the spirit so let's look at verse 45 because we're still contrasting the spirit and the the fle- uh, and the flesh and so it is written the first man adam was made a living soul the last adam was made a quickening spirit okay so the first adam uh has a living soul the second adam would have been jesus right mm-hmm. and it's life giving quickening our spirit so when we receive jesus into our hearts we are quickened unto life now let's look at verse 46 uh how be it that was not first which is spiritual but that which is natural and afterward that which is spiritual okay so adam was natural mm-hmm. jesus was spiritual verse 47 the first man is of the earth, earthly. The second man is of the Lord from heaven. Hmm. Hmm. So I need to know that I'm made of dust. I'm made of dirt. But what lives inside of me is made from heaven. It's yes. incorruptible, imperishable. It's going to be raised with that glory and that power and that spiritual body. I need to know that there's an immortality here that's bigger than me. Okay, now verse 49. And as we have Bore. born the image of, God, of earthly, we shall also bear the image of heavenly. <laughs> okay, so I, I am earthly. I'm an earthen vessel, but I can also be a heavenly vessel. Mm -hmm. Okay, Uh, verse 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Hmm. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Okay, so my earthly body is that shell that's like going to go into the ground and die, just like that grain of wheat where the outer shell uh, 
goes away Mm -hmm. so that the life can come out from within me. So if I'm agreeing with my flesh, if I'm agreeing with my stubbornness, my bitterness, my... I'm still corrupt. I'm mm-hmm. abiding in that stuff. So there's a lot of confusion in my life. But if I'm laying up on my bed at night, and I'm communing with the Holy Spirit, and we're going to have two lessons on the Holy Spirit. Now I'm bearing that heavenly image. And now things aren't so big. Uh, circumstances aren't so big. Right. Uh, now I'm walking in a trust bond and not a fear bond. Now I'm trusting God and saying, Lord, I can't wait to see what you're going to do with that one. But yeah. I'm not getting stuck. Yeah. I'm not getting stuck in that and anxiety. And also think of it like this, like, wow, I made it today. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm grateful. You know Sometimes what I mean? that's the best it's we can real, do. real, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's not that that junk doesn't hit me, and mm-hmm. it doesn't hit me hard because I go through suffering all the time. Yeah. What happens is that I have something internal that's heavenly that I can land in every day. Mm-hmm. And so what I've learned to do is I've learned to sit quietly in the Word of God until I find His presence, until I find that connection in my spirit, in my heart, with the Lord, so that when I get up, I carry it with me. Mm-hmm. Now, used to, I couldn't do that. When I got up, I mean, I could have been in the Word four hours and had all kinds of burning in my heart the minute I got up and life hit me and the phone rang and the kids cried. Forget mm-hmm. it, I lost it. <laughs> But now I can. Where's Angie? She's crazy. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So I started tying that word around my neck. I started writing it on my hand. I started rehearsing it. I started speaking it to myself. I'd turn on scriptures and let it read itself to me. I'd turn on preaching and and listen to it three to five hours a day to keep reprogramming it. And you know, a lot of people say they can they can get it in fifteen minutes a day, and they've got it for Mm -hmm. the whole day. Well. I was just so full of flesh and anxiety and trauma from the past that there was no way that was going to handle The war was big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so every time there was noise, every time I recognized that I was a divided person, I turned on the Word of God. I turned on praise music. I started singing. And you know, it would move it. So at one point, I don't know where it transitioned, but at one point, I was able to walk away and carry the Spirit, and not only carry the presence of God, but but to literally enter a room and have it with me and impart it to another person. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so when I started teaching this children, mm-hmm. it was really cool because they could pick that up really easily. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the parents would be saying, they won't go to bed unless I read them the Bible. They won't eat a bite of food unless I pray. <laughs> and I'm like, well, look at that. Mm-hmm. And they're telling me to praise God. They're telling me to pray. They're teaching me scripture. And I'm like, and therefore, yeah. <laughs> they're and little spirits. look at spirits. God. He's coming through the house through yeah. the kids. And Tried it through the parents, and now he's going through the kids. <laughs> unless unless you come like a little child. Yeah. So there's a humbling that I have to do like a little child where I'm trusting my heavenly father and you know if i lay there and fall asleep well i never got mad at my kids for falling asleep in my arms Mm -hmm. i thought it was precious i was like oh look my baby snoozing she's resting Uh, so god's not going to be offended with you if you fall asleep in his arms (laughs) so let's see where we at we have 50 so Mm -hmm. our flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom the spirit man can inherit the kingdom uh, corruption cannot inherit the kingdom, but in corruption, as I connect with the kingdom of God, I'm connecting with my spirit, man. Okay, so let's look at verse 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. 
we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. All right, so the, the flesh is going to sleep, mm-hmm. but the spirit is not going to sleep. It's going to be changed, 52. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. <laughs> so the corruptible is going to turn into incorruptible as we walk with Jesus in faith. 53. For the for this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immorality. Immortality. More immortality. Yes. Mm-hmm. So as I'm thinking about putting on my clothes in the morning, I'm thinking about putting on the robe of righteousness, a garment of humility. I'm thinking about rolling in that incorruptible spirit in that immortality in that life giving where i'm imparting life to people i run into and how many times do we run into people that are imparting death Mm. how many times do i have to correct myself and back up and slow down and say whoa Mm. that come out a bit fuzzy Mm. (laughs) let me rehearse let me repeat that let me rewind that and say that in a way that would manifest my true self my incorruptible self my immortal self with life and love and liberty so verse your god self yeah amen amen that 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 oneness with the holy spirit so we're still in first corinthians 15 and now we're in verse 54 so when this corruptible shall have put on the incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written death is swallowed up in victory <laughs> i just told you we're not abiding in death now now we're abiding in liberty and in life and in yeah. peace so if i'm rolling with joy and peace i am one with the holy spirit and there and i'm on solid ground mm, yeah. but if i'm rolling with my flesh You're in the solid kingdom yeah <laughs> if i'm rolling with my flesh i'm in confusion and yeah. chaos and i i'm double minded and i'm this way i'm that way yeah. i love you i hate you i'm <laughs> You're outside the gate the yes, <laughs> you know and I mean? I'm on quicksand. <laughs> yes, and I can't get a solid. Gr- I can't get solid ground, and, and people come along and they steal my what little bit of peace I had. Yes, so you've got to set with the Holy Spirit until He burns in your heart, and He's more valuable to you than any earthly treasure. Because where your treasure is, there your heart is also. So mm. when your heart becomes one with the Lord, now you can seek first the kingdom of God, that He can add all these things to you. You can set your affections on things above and not things beneath. And I used to look at those scriptures, Josh, and I used to think, now how do I do that? I got all these issues going on. I got these problems. I got all these people dying in front of me and overdosing and and sick and babies crying how how do i seek first the kingdom <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. and and i just did it one day at a time yeah. i just kept pressing in and pressing in and pressing in and even when i didn't feel like it i did it and at first it was like dry crust dry bread no butter no jelly no nothing it yeah. was it was probably half burnt <laughs> and i made myself eat that toast and <laughs> that word of god that morning and i'd walk away and i couldn't remember what i read so then I started uh, challenging myself to to do smaller bites and and to 
take it with me and to rehearse it as the day and to back up and practice it. Like if I wanted to practice kindness, it was not going to come out of me naturally. What was coming out was the flesh. Mm-hmm. What was coming out was that little uh, half and have a last word, half and have a you know a little jab here and there. And instead, I started practicing kindness, and now I carried that immortality, that incorruptible, indomitable spirit of the Lord with me. So, verse fifty-five. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? There will be no victory in no. death and in the grave when we're walking by the Spirit, will there? Nope. Okay, verse 56. The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. Mm. Hmm. So if I'm agreeing with sin, if I'm acting it out, I don't have any power not to. I'm walking in my flesh. Mm-hmm. I got no power not to move that stuff. And what so, happens? You're dead. You're like you're killing the soul in you. You're killing what the the spirit. Yes. You're, you know what I mean? And, if you're walking in the flesh, you're out of the spirit. And I'm a bad testimony. And nobody wants to be like me. Yeah. Nobody Facts. wants to follow after me. So that means you're doing and, absolutely the wrong, the opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. Yes, and, <laughs> a Christian wall. I, and and I'm struggling yes. internally, and so my internal chaos gets externalized yes. onto those that I love the most that I would never do that to. Yeah. So what I have to do is I have to walk in blessings, and I have to speak blessings upon my loved ones that they know that they're loved. So even when I stumble, even when I fail, I want to humble myself and go back and say, "Whoa, I said that too quick. I I said that a little." A little harsh. Let me rewind that. That's not that come out wrong. I'm dealing with something else. So let's go to verse 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Did you see the character skill? Yeah, but thanks. Gratefulness. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks be to God. So there's there's patterns in the brain that form when we're grateful. So even though there was this sting of death, even though there was the grave, even though though there was this corruptible stuff, when I start practicing gratefulness and saying, God, uh, you give the victory. It's through you. It's bigger than me. I'm just going to walk with you and let you do it because I obviously can't do it. So what's the instructions in verse 58? Therefore, my beloved brother, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Okay, so what's my instructions? Steadfast. Yeah. Yes, steadfast. Unmovable, always, always abounding. In the work of the Lord. Yeah. Uh, and and to know that what I'm doing, even though it doesn't seem like it's moving the junk out of my life, it's not in vain. God's going to restore. He's going to mm. redeem. That's who he is. That's the way he rolls. And so steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. So we're, we're looking at some character skills here. I'm looking at some developmental emotional maturity skills to be grateful, uh, to be steadfast, to be unmovable and abounding in my faith and my trust in God's work. So for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain, it's not futile. So that's a promise of the Lord. How about that? So that's a promise of the Lord. So in conclusion. When you are studying Scripture, pull it apart. Don't go too fast. If there is a verse or a phrase that piques your interest, there is something in it for you. Mm -hmm. Write it out and chew on it. Every day get a verse and carry it with you and repeat it to yourself all day. 
let the verse replace any weak voice in your thoughts. Okay, so I, I'm a rapid thinker, racing thoughts. Mm. So I'm either thinking noisy nonsense that's tearing me down and then it mm. comes out of my mouth, or I'm rehearsing the goodness of the Lord. And it's basically maturity that's going to start soaking in that and rehearsing that and, and allowing the Lord to change me. Soaking God's healing word and let it reshape your mortal flesh Amen. into an immortal, non-perishable spiritual person who will be raised by the glory and quickening power through the spirit of the law of life that has conquered the law of death and sin. May each one of you live a victorious life in Jesus Christ, our <laughs> Lord. Amen. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, death, I declare you are swallowed up in victory. <laughs> you have no power and no authority here. So what's the application, Josh? A surrendered heart moves you into your destiny. Okay, so sometimes I need to wait on the Lord. I need to just say, this is yours, Lord. I surrender it to you. And other times I need to move forward. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to one of my favorite preachers the other day, and he's like, now, if I figure out which one to do when, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll probably write a book on it. But right now, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know when to surrender. I don't know when to press forward and fight. So if I do one for a while and it don't work, I just do the other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, that's so funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then he's just so humble that he's willing to admit that he just doesn't know. Mm -hmm. So there's this discernment that you have in the spirit where, um, and I know if something's making me suffer, I got to surrender it to God. Yeah. I'm trying to fix, manage, and control it. And you just, I just and might it's going to well, get worse. <laughs> Yeah, back up. It's causing me a lot of torment. Yeah. So I know that when I'm to press on, I feel strength and courage and empowerment from the Holy Spirit. So what's the second application? Studying the Word makes your spirit come alive mm -hmm. and your heart burn with the presence of the Holy Spirit. Yes, so I want you to study the Word. And, you know, a lot of times when I when I first started studying the Word, Josh, I was studying the King James Bible, and there was just no way I could understand it. I mean, I would I, I had a college education, and it was just way over my head. So I would I basically closed the Bible, and I said, Lord, if that's your word, you better make it come alive, because it don't mean nothing. I close it. I don't know anything. I ain't no better off. And, and so uh, my friend gave me an NIV. And I read the whole Bible like uh, like a novel. Mm -hmm. I couldn't put it down. I read it in like a week and a half, and uh, from cover to cover. And you know, nobody had dinner. Nobody, had, <laughs> but it was okay. I had that word instilled in me. They had God. <laughs> yes. And that seed of life came in mm -hmm. me through His Word. And what you do is you press into the Word until it comes alive. And sometimes you need a different version. Yeah, sometimes you right. need a version that speaks to you. Sometimes you need it read to you on Audible. You just can't get it uh, when you're reading it. Uh, so sometimes you need to read it. Sometimes you need to hear it. And sometimes you need to write it. I probably had 20 notebooks full from the beginning to the end with Scripture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if I looked up a Scripture on glory, mm -hmm. and it said that there were 400 Scriptures on the word glory, oh, wow. I would write out 400 oh, Scriptures wow. on the word glory. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, it took me, it'd take me weeks to do it, but it would keep me distracted from my anxiety, because yeah. <laughs> I'd always be thinking about, what's that glory look like? Yeah. <laughs> so let's look at some discussion questions. Describe your struggles in believing the Bible is true. Yeah, so I finally had to just move um, that lack of faith, that lack of belief 
uh, onto the altar and say, there it is, Lord. I can't believe on my own. If I'm going to believe, it's going to be because you put that believing heart inside of me. So number two. Describe what it would look like if you were asleep spiritually. Oh, if I'm asleep spiritually, I don't want nothing to do with his word. Mm-hmm. I just want to lay there, binge on television, you know, talk about everybody, blame somebody yeah. else. <laughs> don't want to hear about nothing. I, don't tell me about myself. Because you're ashamed. <laughs> oh, I don't want nobody to correct me. I'm yeah. hiding a little bit. I'm yeah. not in deep relationships. I'm, yeah. So to be asleep spiritually. Yeah, I'm not growing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in slumber and, and I feel it. I'm cold. Which is truly a um, sin yeah, if you're mm, if you're just comfortably coasting, you know what I mean? You're yeah, not supposed to coast. But here's the thing. I can't seem to wake myself up. It's gotta be something where I force myself to get in unity with other believers mm-hmm. and I catch it from them. I, I mean like coming to church. Mm-hmm. I can be as cold and as dry as, as I want to be and the minute I get in the presence of the worship, it comes alive. Yeah. And there's a prayer meeting I go to on Monday nights and I can get there and I'm just like, I ain't feeling it. Wonder why I came tonight. And once I just start surrendering, surrendering and, and I'll open my Bible and I'll turn scriptures around into prayer and I'm telling you, I can't hardly stand up for the presence of God that comes mm. on me within 15 minutes and I I keep thinking I'm only going to stay an hour while well, I stay two or three hours yeah. I can't leave mm. it's so powerful and it's so precious and I'm like I'm just hanging out Lord I'm just going to hang out here in your presence mm. and sometimes there's not any words and when I leave there I'm carrying that presence with me yeah. so number three what would it look like if you were awake and spiritually hungry you'd be seeking and searching yeah. God and, and if I can name it I've got it. Yeah. If I'm like, okay, bitterness has got me, then I can start looking through all the scriptures on bitterness and anger, hatred and unforgiveness, and I can start studying that and start moving that stuff out of my flesh and start mm-hmm. agreeing with the Holy Spirit and agreeing with His Word. Okay, so pray us out of here, Josh. Father God, give me an insatiable appetite to hunger and thirst for your word. I declare spiritual growth in knowledge and wisdom as I study your word. Mm -hmm. I speak life into my spirit. Let me never go another day without declaring your word over my loved ones. As I read your written word, speak into me your living word. Ignite my heart to burn with your holy fire. Amen. (laughs) So now write out your declarations of the word of God that you want over your life. Write out the promises that you want as you find them. And um, start speaking to yourself differently. Don't don't uh, have that. Don't tolerate that negative internal critic that just beats yourself up. Just don't tolerate that no more. Just say, God, I'm going to stop that and just get you something before your frontlets of your eyes to rehearse. I'm going to delight myself in your word. I'm not going to fret myself because of evil men. I'm going to be steadfast, unmovable. I'm going to be always abounding in the work of the Lord. I'm going to know that this is not in vain. I'm going to set my affections on things above and not on things of this world. And this is Angie Meadows. And it's Josh Bond. And if you want to listen to this again, it's on our Rocker Recovery Podcast.